Peace, peace, peace. Welcome to the Scrap and Roll MMA podcast. I'm your host, Sky. We got your host, Damien, CJ, Jace, and a special guest, Jay, in the building. It's a lot of Jays happening, right? Pause. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are back another week. Oh, and if you guys didn't know, we are now officially on all platforms for uh, wherever you get your podcast from. So you can get us on Spotify now, Apple, all of that. So we'll start popping up over there now because I know a couple of y'all was like, it's just a lot easier for y'all to watch us on that than it is to come to YouTube. But um, yeah, we are back. How y'all feeling? Yeah, we in here. Magnificent. <laughs> As Biggie Small says, I'm feeling stupendous. Um, Jay, tell us a little bit about yourself real quick. Uh, introduce yourself to the audience. All right. So I do college um, broadcasting. So I commentate college football, college basketball, college wrestling. I also run college track and field as a sprinter as well. Also just got back into training MMA as well. Just got smashed at BJJ like just two hours ago. So <laughs> pretty good with pause. Pause. pause that, my <laughs> good sir. Hey, yo, hey, yo, oh, show that. Hey, hey, welcome to the show. Face down, <laughs> ass up, huh? Face down, ass up. <laughs> Toot yeah, it um, and boot it. Yeah, really hey, Sky, clip that shit. My man barely got on the show and he's already clipped. <laughs> blooper reel. Can't wait for the end of the year blooper reel. So let's go, great. let's go, let's go. I'm going to just end the intro there. There we go, there we go. That's, that's the end of the intro. Oh man, no, that that's really cool. Um, do you do no gi or gi? Uh, both. Okay. Mm. Which one do you like better? Uh, I prefer no gi because I think people pulling on the lapels and the gi is like super annoying. My belt's always coming off, so yeah, gotta fight for no gi. I feel you on that. I agree. When I have yeah. the gi on, I just feel like super stiff. Like I don't feel like as fluid as yeah, like you, no gi. I'm I mean, just like, are. oh, okay, yeah. exactly, yeah. You bound by the clothing, and then you end up getting choked by your own lapel and shit. Nah, nah. And people nah. are dirty. Let's be real. <laughs> people are dirty. Like keep your gi clean, bro. Like ain't nobody right. trying to smell you. Bro. I don't know if any of y'all train like at an MMA gym, but. Yeah, motherfuckers is dirty. Please take a shower. Like, please take a shower and wash your clothes before you come to the gym and try to spar with other people. Uh, nah, fuck in that. Close quarters and hey, stuff. hey, 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 fuck washing your clothes. Can you wash your ass, please? Oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying everything. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts. Everything. Just be clean. Just be clean. We don't got to worry about people getting diseases out here looking like uh, gasoline in the podcast. You feel me? <laughs> facts yeah yeah if you guys haven't already you know make sure you go check out um check out a bjj jam kickboxing whatever it is uh get into it but real quick <coughs> let's get into it so some of the news that dropped you know it's tuesday like we didn't know francis and ganu signed with the pfl um how y'all feel about it because y'all know i can go on and on <laughs> i think it's hilarious that he made it a whole thing to like i got a i got an announcement to make like i was like oh shit what is he about to say not knowing that it was the shit that everybody already knew about come on now like we already knew that that's not news but it was good to see some of the contract details that he explained you know what i mean so yeah i think it's cool man good for him he held out and he was saying no 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 or actually, he was being told no, 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 no,
and people were talking shit on him and shit, right? The whole like, time. Uh... Like, hurry up. <laughs> but he actually found a good deal and he got it done. So I'm actually proud of him for that to like, like hold out and just really get what you want. I'm sure he probably wanted more than that, but he accepted what he accepted, which seems like a good deal in, in my opinion. So, yeah, good for him. Uh, I guess for me, uh, I think it's great. I'm glad Francis got the deal he won, got the contract him all. I love the fact that he is the African ambassador. You know, kudos for him to go and go get his bread. You know what I mean? UFC, you know, needs to step up their game. So, uh I can't wait to fucking see him fight. The nuclear bomb that he got in his left and his right. I'm with it. This dude is lying. (laughs) (laughs) This dude is lying. Who? You. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch him. You ain't gonna pay for no pay per view to see PFL. I didn't say I was paying for shit. I just said I can't wait to watch this nigga. Hey, 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 you know, well, um, I got a hot take about that. Uh, I won't get into it, but nah, 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 nah. I can't wait to watch Nganu fight. (laughs) What, What about you, Jay? How you feel about about the Francis news? So, I got a whole lot to say on this, so I'll try to keep it concise. No, do you think? So, here's my thing. Throughout this entire process, everybody was like, oh, Francis, he's fumbling the bag. He's fumbling the bag. And he's got a bunch of people who think they know the business talking about something. Ignore that. Anyways, (laughs) anybody talking about something like, oh, Dana, he should have took Dana's offer. He's scared of John Jones. Listen, this guy walked on foot from Cameroon all the way up north you think this man is scared to fight john jones like realistically right i'm never one to ever say an mma fighter scared of anybody but here's my thing francis the entire time has always said it was more than money he's always he's always advocated for the other fighters and the truth of the matter is in mma it's a very selfish sport because most of the time nobody's really thinking i gotta go help this other person just like the Derek lewis situation with the god when francis said he wanted a little bit more time Derek lewis is like Psh. I will fight gone for this amount of money. I'll go do that. So a lot of the time the fighters will say, oh, I want more pay. I want this. But rarely, I mean, we've had guys like Randy Couture, um, Frank Shamrock, and other guys who have actually, you know, stood their ground with the UFC. But I'm never, again, this is probably going to give me some trouble, but you had guys like Mazudov who would say, oh, we need to get better treatment. But as soon as these guys get paid, it's radio silence. Francis, I got to give him credit because not only did he walk out with the belt on his own terms, he got the deal on his own terms. And you saw one championship and bare knuckle. And I don't even know why bare knuckle was talking about, oh, he's asking for too much. He was never going to bare knuckle. Let's let's be realistic for him. <laughs> he was never on a, going. On a real quick note, can we imagine Francis and guy <laughs> bare knuckle? <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, his fist is probably the size of someone's entire head, bro. <laughs> I don't even think you can legally allow Francis nah. to fight. Like, who, who, like, who signs up for that? Nah. Besides Mike Perry, because he's just a savage. <laughs> like, who signs up for that? But yeah, so I feel like the I think the biggest details that I really liked about the contract was the African ambassador thing, especially because I'm there's a lot of people, and again, I know this is gonna start a little thing because this has already been a controversy, but if you think the dudes in Dagestan are crazy, imagine the untapped talent there is in Africa. Because you think there's only one Francis. 
And DDP? <laughs> Girl! <laughs> listen, 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 I can't talk about this guy. Every time I talk about... Oh, uh, Sky, don't do I it to I, I, get, I get banned on TikTok. So Me I'm, too! Me that's too. what I'm saying. Every time. I think, because I can talk about anybody else, but as soon as I say Drake is his name, all of a it's sudden a I'm getting hate speech. I'm getting yes! all this. So... Maybe, maybe he's. I don't even want to. I don't want to say that. But I mean, if 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 Africa, if the, the best town is Drake's, then they can keep it. If that's if that's, <laughs> I'm gonna just say that. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, I feel like though the details with Francis's contract are very. I think they're pretty good, but it is a little risky on PFL's part if they're not merging. If they're merging with with Bellator, then there's something there because now all of a sudden. You've got guys like Pitbull, got guys like AJ McKee. And honestly, now I know nobody would really want to see this fight, to be honest, but the one I thought of was probably Francis versus Ryan Bader. I know he can't. Yeah. <laughs> but at least, though, it's a name that, that some UFC people be like, oh, Ryan Bader, is that the guy that DC made fun of? Oh, I'll watch Francis fight him versus like if Francis fights like. I mean, Fabrizio Doom is a name, but Fabrizio's like 50. I know he's not 50 for yeah. real. Yeah. You know, the Fedor killer. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. How you feel about it, CJ? I'm just glad it's over with. Honestly, I'm happy he <laughs> got his deal done. Uh, but like I was talking on live today, who who is who is he gonna fight? Who's gonna tune into him? Who's gonna tune in? I'm gonna watch him fight. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Pay, I'm, I'm not gonna pay for that. Not the motherfuckers don't watch Let PFL me. right now. Motherfuckers know, don't watch Bellator know, right now. They don't. Free. They don't do that but, shit, but Francis, and it's free. But if Francis and Ghana, y'all don't watch his fights there. in the UFC. Motherfuckers oh. don't pay for his pay per views in the UFC. I don't. I don't get why. So it, because <laughs> it's a business. Why. Niggas is not tuning into him because he don't have the personality that goes with his fighting style. You know what I mean? Don't even go there, Jace. There's four. There's fourteen people that are heavyweights in the PFL. When's the last time y'all watched PFL? Including Maurice Green. Maurice Green. I watch. I'm, I'm going to watch it because I watch no, everything. You watch everything. Yeah. But I, but I watch PFL. You know why though? I wouldn't be watching it if it wasn't for these people kind of segueing off of the UFC. The UFC Boom. fighters got me to tune in, and that's how I feel that Francis Ngannou is going to have it. I think you guys are kind of underestimating the pull that he has. But Being it's also a, it's all the, uh, the dancing partners you have to have. The dancing partners. That I mean, I'm gonna tune in to see one pass away from a fucking Francis Ngannou <laughs> uppercut. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to tune in. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. I think Alistair Overeem just entered the chat. <laughs> uh, on a side note, no, you don't necessarily have to listen. You don't have to have the dancing partner, right? Because, for example, so many of these boxers, like you see, like Canelo fighting people who, like, you never heard of the other fucking He's person. Canelo, don't compare Canelo and that's a different I'm, sport, I'm though. No, no, Boxing I'm MMA, Boxing already has the draw to go over there. Yeah, but Canelo's Canelo name holds weight. Yeah, it but as weight. But 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 as well, it doesn't matter. For example, right, and y'all will feel me on this. It's like Nate. Right, it doesn't matter who Nate fights. 
I'm tuning in. Take my fucking Nate money. Nate is not in. It, exactly. Yeah. Nate I'm giving exactly. examples. Y'all are talking about it, it doesn't work. It does work. It does work to have just a one-sided draw. And guess what? Yeah. MMA fans like seeing people fucking die in the ring, get just annihilated. And you know when Francis Ngannou's fight, this motherfucker is coming to put someone's lights legitimately I, I out. I see where he's coming from, though. Because I will say this. The UFC, to a degree, I feel like has fumbled the bag on Francis because you have the perfect angle. Think I'm, I'm not comparing him to Mike Tyson. I'm not saying he's Mike Tyson. But the angle you could – because, for example, outside of Evander Holyfield and Lennox Lewis, do most people know the names of who Mike Tyson fought outside of those two guys? Right. Facts. I mean, people may know Buster Douglas because he lost. But point is, think I know they just did the merge with WWE, and I don't want the UFC to get in any type of WWE business. But – you have the guys like Goldberg where their whole shtick was squash matches, right? If you can market to certain people saying, look at this big old dude who's jacked, six-pack, nine-pack, scary. How long do you think this person's going to last? Like, there, there's a way you can market when there's a dominant figure versus competition that may not be recognizable to the, to the, to the casual audience. But the issue, I think, with the UFC and I think on Francis's part is I think it didn't help when he lost to Stipe the first time. So some of that mystique probably went away a bit. So people were just like, okay, he's not invincible. Whereas if he had never lost up until that point, mm -hmm. I think he would have so much pull that people would think no one, not even John Jones could touch this dude. But when they saw Stipe beat him, they were like, yeah, John Jones would just take him down. And then even and though he's the most boring fight him, with Derek Lewis. Yeah. And all, yeah. That, that fight too, obviously did not. And a boring him. fight with gone. Yeah, the gone fight too. Even though he won, so we're I saying a lot of and twos and a lot of and twos. <laughs> and I fuck with Francis. Don't get it fucked. Up. I fuck with Francis, but I feel like it's a lot going around his name. And you know, I hope he does well. But it's like, yeah. But want, at that have, point, uh, any publicity is good publicity. People have been talking about this man. You're right. You know, they but... haven't seen him for a while. I feel like you guys would be surprised the amount of people that would tune into PFL to watch just this man fight because he would be the he's going to be the main guy he's going to be the the headliner you know what i mean okay. he's so, not though he's going to be first uh part of his contract is he's not going to fight till 2024 so next yep. year next year so you, you, he's going to be boxing somewhere um god forbid mm, he gets okay. killed by somebody there in boxing right um so he's going to be boxing right they're going to have him on pay-per-view so he's not going to be a part of the season a part of those pay-per-views is going to be who? Jake Paul and Kayla Harrison. That's who's going to be on this. So the majority of the people, if Nobody they run a pay-per-view with Francis and whoever he's fighting, and we look at those pay-per-view numbers and compare to Francis on a card with Jake Paul, those numbers are going to be much larger because Jake Paul is going to pull in casual people who want to see Jake Paul in an MMA match get his ass beat. It's going um, to be completely pause, different. Pause. All this talk about casual, Sky, can you flex your shirt, please? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the merch is out. The merch is out. It's going to be below this video. Yeah, yeah. copy Go to some. You see us? Copy some. We are here. In the background, CJ, you know, um, definitely make sure you guys check out the merch, scrapandrollmma.com. Uh, check it out. But for me personally, I look at it like this, that Francis Ngannou has never been a draw until he walked away from the UFC. 
that's where these people have this. This is my opinion. This is where people are like so um, enamored by it because he's the first guy to be like, yeah, you're not going to give me what I want. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Um, I don't see the difference between I would compare Francis and Ganu's stardom uh, moving to PFL the same as Anthony Pettis. He's a former champion. He had a name. They were paying him 750K a fight just to show up. But, like, he's not as big as Nate Diaz. Now, if Nate were to go over there to PFL, absolutely everybody would be turning in to watch that. But, like, I think majority of this hype is coming off of the dispute. But by the time we get mm -hmm. around to next year, if, if y'all care, I, I would be shocked. If um, they do a card where it's just Francis headlining and not Jake Paul headlining, I would be shocked. You need that extra cushion up under that. And God forbid he goes and gets knocked silly by some boxer, by Deontay Wilder. Yeah, that would be nuts. <laughs> that would ruin everything. Uh, I, I think you're totally wrong. Um, I, I forget. I think it was Damien who was talking about how I do believe the UFC dropped the ball on that because you did have the thing. And they tried to run the angle for a little bit of just being this devastating puncher. How many times do you see the reel of him fucking – uh, on uh, just annihilating uh, Overeem. Like, you can just keep showing those clips, right? And people are going, whoa, I got to see that because at the end of the day, we're all bloodthirsty. You know, when you drive by that freeway and you see that accident, you, you know, low-key people are looking like, is there blood? That's what you're thinking in your fucking mind. Um, as well, though, I think as well, uh, another variable in the equation that we are forgetting is that the PFL is a part of ESPN, Right. And that machine is going to elevate him even more, just like the UFC as a whole, since they moved over to ESPN. And more eyes and more eyes, and they'll see, keep showing those clips, and I think Francis will do just fine. And I'm happy for him. What 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 PFL's terrible at marketing? They came here to Vegas and couldn't even sell out fucking 4,500 seats. But it's I was not, sitting in an empty fucking arena. But it's they not about them. They had tickets for $25. They couldn't sell that. It's not about them. Sky, I just want to say real quick, <laughs> you kind of comparing Anthony Pettis to, to Francis Ngannou is kind of disrespectful. That's kind of disrespectful. You think Francis has more fans than Anthony Pettis? Okay, <laughs> well, let's let's talk about it this way, all right? Because we talked about this on the last on the last podcast. We're talking about the heavyweight division, the murderers of murderers, right? Anthony Pettis can't hang in the middleweight division. We're talking about Francis Ngannou. He could probably hurt anybody in the world with one punch. Let's be real, right? Facts. That's kind of the difference. This man isn't a former champion. In my mind, he's still champion. He hasn't lost while he has the belt, right? So I'm thinking about it like that. And I think that he will definitely pull people from outside of the PFL community to tune into PFL which I think is actually smart on PFL's part to actually take his deal or like to cut a deal with him because I feel like it's a win-win situation for everyone. And I think we are going to be surprised by the numbers that I want to actually do that. I want to actually take a look at the numbers of the last like main event that PFL had versus the one with Francis Ngannou. I, I, I can almost well, bet yeah, money. Well, yeah, is going to be bigger. But I think it's going to be surprisingly bitter, though. <laughs> it should be, because they tried to sell a pay-per-view. Girl, not a shore. 
Their first and only pay-per-view was with Kayla Harrison last year, the day after Thanksgiving, and it bombed. It did absolutely terrible. Of course, you're going to have Francis. People are going to watch a pay-per-view, and they're going to time it and put it in a different place. My thing is, if they do a pay-per-view where it's only Francis headlining and not Jake Paul on there, because Jake Paul is going to inflate those numbers, Mm -hmm. and they're going to try to attribute it to being about Francis, but it's not. But hey, if you guys think that Francis is a draw and y'all think that this was a good decision, I, I hope that it works out for the PFL. You know, more competition, it, it, it would be good. The, the main thing that I have an issue with is nothing changed as far as... So when Francis left, he said he wanted um, the advisory group. He wanted to be like a, a, on a board of advisory. Mm-hmm. He wanted health insurance. And he wanted um, sponsorships, right? So the people at PFL, they still not getting health insurance, right? And his whole thing was is that, like, the people who are making 12 and 12, 10 and 10, whatever it is, that they can't afford to be able to pay for health insurance. Well, neither can the people in PFL, you know what I mean? They can still only have two small, um, what's it called? Whatchamacallit. It's like, Sponsors. what really changed besides them saying, hey, we want to go to Africa sometime and you're going to be the chairman of that? Like, what actual change was made besides he got everything that he wanted, but his whole thing was that he was worried about the fighters? Because PFL already had a group advisory with um, Randy Couture um, and a whole bunch of o- old legendary fighters that are already in that um, advisory group. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this. Um, I think we've exhausted the Nganu portion of the podcast, and I've got a couple of hot takes that I really want to get to. So, okay, no, okay. I just want to know, but, but also, I, I do want to know what changed. What, well, what also, as far as what he wanted, what changed? I saw that anybody that fights him in particular is guaranteed two mil. What about the is regular that, people that's not getting? I know, I, but them. that's that's something that I mean, this man's at least trying and at least getting somebody help. You know what I mean? Like, you can only do so much. You got to plant the seed before it grows into a tree. Well, obviously, with Sky, if it ain't the world, then it ain't nothing. No, it's just that you wanted these things, but yet you didn't get them. He got some of them. That's what a negotiation is. You start here. The other part starts here. You know, and then you end up usually meeting in the middle. But like I said, let's keep it pushing. We got other shit to get to. I got some hot takes to get to. You know, let's keep it pushing. I, I feel you though, Sky. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I think we'll come change, back to it. We'll, we'll come back to it. Uh, so the the first hot take uh, that I got today asked: Would Conor McGregor be the Conor McGregor if he wasn't Irish? <laughs> Wait. So okay, Sky. I would say this: He wouldn't be the Conor McGregor if he was black. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, I didn't even even like picture that. I was thinking like a Dagestani type Conor McGregor. So. Yo, that's <laughs> that's wild. Like, what's the alternative that Conor would be if he's not Irish? What's the alternative? A daggy, th- th- daggy Conor is crazy. I think what the question <laughs> is kind of asking is because obviously we know like certain fan bases are more rabid than others. Right. You know what I mean? And the Brits really get behind their people as well, the Irish, because there's a difference between the Irish and the Brits. Um, and so I think they're just saying like, 
with that same star power that he has, he's the biggest name in MMA by country mile. Would it be the same? Let's say if he was American, if he was Brazilian, mm. would he still be the Conor McGregor as we now know him? I'm, I'm presuming that's what the uh, question was asking. I think I just want to. <laughs> I think Stockton Connor beats every Connor there is. <laughs> <laughs> Stockton, homie. Just a gangster ass Connor. That'd be be crazy. Shit, Connor is gangster. What you mean? Nah, but I mean Stockton gangster. I'm talking about West Coast gangster, American West Coast gangster. (laughs) West Coast, Coast, homie. West Coast gangster, homie. Um, what you think, Jay? I feel like it's a mix of yes and no. Because on one hand, right, in the early stages of Connor's career, him being Irish did help 100%. But I will say, past when he fought Jose Aldo, that was more, I think, the psychological mind games. The fact, because a lot of people really had to be there to understand. Jose Aldo, before he lost to Connor, he was like top of the food chain. So the fact that Connor went out there said everything he said and was just terrorizing this dude for that entire press tour and then actually knocked him out and did it. I think that alone, regardless if he was Irish or not, like if anybody would have did that to Jose Aldo, I think they would have still been as big. But I think the initial push would have have took a lot longer because I feel like, yeah, again, when you have a fighter who's from a country that doesn't necessarily have a person yet, because I, because the only person I could think of what was the guy who had beat him back when he was like in Cage Wars. What's the guy's name? Um, uh, D's. Bro, I'm mean, not finna. Nacho Duffy. That's not his name. Mm, I know who you're talking about. There was a guy who submitted him. He was in the UFC too. But he was Irish uh, too. What, but... He got him with a knee bar, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I can't. I feel bad for getting dude's name, but point is though, usually we ain't gonna remember that shit, bro. (laughs) Usually though, when there's somebody who's the first from somewhere, usually there's a bigger push. Whereas if there had been someone from Ireland, I think before him that was like decently big, maybe it wouldn't be as big of a rally. Mm. But I think though, the thing that the things that Connor did just kind of goes beyond just Ireland because I don't think there's anybody else realistically in MMA history who can just have the same type of pool regardless of nation so mm. i feel like initially yes but long term i think it'd still be the same regardless mm. Mm. fair damn that's church. A, that that was a very good point jay when you said he was the first of what he did yeah. from where he was from i didn't even think about it like that you're right that's a good point I like that, that point. That's a good point. Man, you smart, my guy. Yeah, you a wise man. I want to say <laughs> yeah, you you wise. I like guy. that. Um, I say, I say, yeah, I say, yeah, just because, um, Connor's personality, his charisma, his just way of being, uh, is electrifying and you want to tune in, you want to watch him like that little bitty clip from tough of him telling, um, Michael Chandler, like Michael Chandler's like, Oh, if you want to go to 185, we'll do 185. And, and, um, (laughs) <laughs> McGregor saying you'll do what you're told. Yeah, like, just that, a little shit. Like, yeah. And the way that the way that Chandler looked at him, he was he he got because he had nothing to say. What can you say? Can you say you you just here for red panty night? You just happy to be here? Like, yeah. 
Um, yeah. As well, there's a follow-up question. Oh, and by the way, thank you to at Nakoda on Twitter for the question. Um, the follow-up question is, hmm, is Sugar Sean O'Malley a belt away from becoming the next Conor McGregor? No. Nah. Nah, I am biased. I actually like <laughs> him a lot. A lot. Like, don't, I like him. But his charisma and shit, on, it's not even close to Connor. Like, I wouldn't be tuning into this nigga's press conferences or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be watching his little... His his little fight highlights and stuff with his press conferences. All right, because immediately what I think about is when uh, Henry Cejudo called him out on the sidelines, where he was like, "Hey, precious," mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just sitting. He was like, "I can't tell if he's serious or not." Like, you know what I mean? Like that was his time to like actually shine, and I feel like where he could like talk shit and present himself as like a charismatic like. Bro, I'll fuck you up right now. You haven't even been training, little guy. Like, get up out of here. Like, little like that. You know what I mean? But he kind of almost seemed like he was caught off guard and, like, didn't know what to say. And then as he's walking away, he makes some little comment about him. I'm like, come on, dog. You could have done so much better than that. But his fight style, and he does have pull. I, I, I would say that a lot of people would tune into him to watch him fight. But he's missing the charismatic, like outgoing, shit talking part of him. That's what it is. CJ, uh, the Conor McGregor, a belt away from that. <laughs> no, but for me, he he has the vibe that I like. He's super chill. Everybody looks at him and they see the face tats and the hair color and the way he dresses and all that shit, and they they automatically put uh, a stigma on him that oh I don't like him or he looks like an asshole or he's a certain way. But when I listen to him, he's a super smart guy. He mm -hmm. has super chill vibes. And he's a person that I fuck with. You don't have to go out there and be a dickhead for people to like you. So that's my type of vibe. So is he going to hit that Conor McGregor type of shit and be like a a superstar like that? Maybe not. But he could be a superstar in his own right. But I don't think he'll be in that Conor McGregor lane because that's just not his vibe, you know. But I fuck with Sean O'Malley a lot. But I also don't think he's going to win. Jay? Yeah, that too. Yeah, I love Sugar too. I think the what, what CJ just said is the difference between Connor and Sean, and I think really any big UFC star. So let's say Connor, Habib, to some degree, Masvidal, and let's say John Jones. The thing that I think most people who generally just watch the UFC like casually, you know, I know I don't even like using the word like that, but just casually is they usually perceive these guys to be not actually invincible, but there's something about them that's just like that no one else can grasp. Like, for example, with Connor, what helped Connor the most, he didn't until he lost to Nate Diaz, people legitimately thought this, this dude just gonna talk crazy about everybody, and he's never gonna lose. And then even when he did lose to Nate, he ran it right back and then he get and he got the win. So then a lot of people were just like, all right, you post whatever. And even when he got when he got killed by Habib. People still tune in because some people will still be like, oh, he wasn't motivated. His foot was a balloon, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> look at John, and again, a lot of people accuse me of being like a John Jones hater, but. Why you hate on your brother? <laughs> His big bro. <laughs> but for example, John Jones, if you watch John Jones' last two fights, 
you didn't if, if that was like if you never seen John Jones and that was the only time you ever seen him, it was just okay. He fought Dominic Reyes and he fought Santos. He didn't look like unbeatable. He didn't look invincible. But because of all he had done beforehand, people were too when people when the when the Gone and Jones builder was happening, and I was one of the few people who picked Gone, unfortunately. Nah, this nigga was... picked him too. This motherfucker picked him too. Him too. I picked him too. Damn, Damn. y'all some did some wrong ass niggas, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I could admit to it. I could admit to it. But one yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. I noticed that people, despite John's hit outside the cage stuff and even like the PDs and stuff, not that it that's a whole different can of worms. We ain't gonna get into all that. But the point is people look at it as this guy is just invincible. This guy will nobody will ever touch him. So even though people could watch his last two fights and be like, mm, he didn't look that crazy, it just went out the window. Masvidal, most people's first time they saw Masvidal, and I and I don't like people pretending like this was like they saw him beforehand, even though people who were in the know knew about Masvidal, generally speaking. But most people's first impression was the knee. And then when they saw him do the knee, and they were just like, oh, he's going to do this to everybody. Wait, you, you disagree? No, I'm just saying... I seen that nigga live when you was probably nine years old. I'm just, I'm just, that's just me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Then, no, but um, I get what you're saying. I get, I, I, I yeah, get what you're saying, bro. Habib, Habib, in a way, it took a while for him, but him finally getting the Connor fight, and a lot of people's perception was, oh, Connor will only lose to like Floyd and Nate. He got that one back. So when Habib just went in there and just cleaned him up like it was nothing, even though most people going into that fight who've been keeping up with kind of knew Habib was like the worst stylistic matchup for Conor. But there were people who were genuinely like, nah, Conor's going to figure it out. And even though Conor still lost, people are like, nah, he in a street fight, he beat Habib. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> That's what well, I mean. Conor did pretty good in the fight. Like, no, he, sorry. He, keep he, going, he keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, sorry. He definitely had some good to, moments. To draw this back to Sean, Sean, I don't think, has that aura of invincibility because I think what didn't help was, for one, when he fought Jan, even though he got the win, the general consensus was, oh, it was a good showing, but did he really win? And then also, I think going into this Aljo fight, I don't hear a lot of people, at least maybe I'm not paying attention. I don't hear like the same roar of his crowd of like saying, oh, he's going to kill Aljo. Most people are kind of like, that's kind of a bad matchup for him because Aljo just took out Cejudo. Whereas if this was Connor, Connor could fight in Ganu and there will be hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people swearing up and down. He's gonna kill him. He's gonna get yeah. him. So that's kind of why I don't feel the next card because he doesn't have that aura of invincibility. Facts. Mm -hmm. I think for myself, um, I think that actually Sean can be a belt away from getting a title. Again, I think as well um, how we talked about earlier. Not a title. You mean uh, in the same realm as Connor. Sorry, yes. If he gets the title, he can be in the same realm as Connor. Because I think the real issue, again, is like the UFC just like not doing a great job of marketing and pushing. Um, because Sean has beyond star power. And I think a lot of that has came pretty much from himself. Like his like YouTube does very well. His TikTok is where like million subscribers all around the board. You know what I mean? But again, the UFC was just not like pushing him where they could be. The guy talks well, the face off with him and fucking Sterling was amazing. Uh, Sugar looked intense. Like he was ready to fucking pop him. You know what I mean? Like had me believe like, oh, he about to pop this nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but obviously that's not the case and he wasn't going to do it and whatnot. But, um, I think, I think 100%, 100%.
I think if he gets this title by the end of the year, he'll be the biggest star in the UFC by far. Do you I think, think I have if he? To dis- oh, go ahead, Scott. I'm sorry. Sorry, I have to disagree with you as far as marketing because Sean O'Malley is by far, especially when he came prior to him like getting hurt, he was by far pushed more than any fucking body um, that came off the Contender Series. Like everybody knows, welcome to the Sugar Show. Like he has been pushed, and he still pushed. Every time they show him, he gets popped. Like I, I don't think he's under marketed at all. Uh, I, I feel like I see Sean all the time. I think he's showed a lot in the circles of MMA fans, right? But that's not where Connor is at. Connor well, is like at, at that level where, like, you know, Sky, we can like ask our mom, can you name any MMA fighters? You don't even know Connor's name. Oh, the the Irish dude. You right, know what I mean? But a part of that has to do with what Damien said, which is being able to talk shit. Anytime that he's been up there, he just sits up there. He doesn't yeah, say anything. The only time that he actually was kind of funny was like when he was going at Cody Garbrandt and said that he was one loss away from being oh, like that sports shit, comedy. That like, shit was funny. You know funny. what I mean? But like aside from that, like he doesn't command that kind of energy. Like mm-hmm, that's I not his feel, vibe. It, yeah, that's not his vibe. Like that's why I feel like um, Izzy is so good because I feel like Izzy puts himself out there. Izzy mm-hmm. talks shit. He yep. goes out there. Now are his performances the best to? Casual people, probably not. Like I, I like his performance. He's going inside there. He's doing his God, thing. What you talking about? He just slept Alex Pereira his last night. No, time. no, you know what I'm Man. talking about. You know people- <laughs> 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 hey, hey, hey! We probably gonna segue somewhere. Hey, and y'all probably gonna put his ass to sleep in his next fight too. <laughs> hey, let's go. All y'all haters. Whatever, casual gang. <laughs> down here, Jace. Hey, you got any more? What? You got any more hot takes? Uh, there's a couple more hot takes, but did y'all have uh, some hot takes to? to no, but Jace, I know. have a question for you for Sugar Sean. So you think if he gets the belt, do you think he will start popping his shit a lot more? I think that uh, he'll get a, that much more exposure. You know, what I mean, I mean, th- the biggest thing for the UFC now is that they're on ESPN, right? And it's casually on ESPN on a Saturday at two o'clock when, like, you know, you're flipping through the channels, you're just trying to check out. Oh, let me check out this fighting shit going on here. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, that's stepped up the UFC more. So with him having that strap and being on Sports Center, you know, when they do like a little interview, you know what I mean? People see this weird fucking uh, dude with crazy hair and face tattoos. Oh, let me watch this dude. Or I want to watch this motherfucker get knocked out. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing about being popular. It is. I, I think it's almost impossible. It's impossible to be popular without being polarizing. You, you know what I mean? Polarizing. You have ha- to be polarizing. You know, I don't fuck with Trump in any capacity, right? But half the people will take a bullet for this guy, and half motherfuckers will pull the trigger. You know what and I mean? That, <laughs> and we always like, we, all, we always talk about that shit. You gotta hate a motherfucker, and then you have people who love that person. So you're gonna mm. tune in to watch him get knocked the fuck out, or you're gonna tune in to watch him win, and that's that's how it has to go. People fucking hate Izzy. I love that motherfucker. My family loves him over here. But there's mad, mad haters that be in my lives all the time. Hating, hating, hating because this is who he is. Uh, Me, I hate Kobe. I want to see his ass get whooped on from the pillar to the post. You know what I'm saying? But there's mad people who be on live that like this motherfucker for his personality. So you have to have people who hate you (laughs) and who love you equally to tune in for your shit. So if you playing... The warm water, people really don't give a fuck. Let's take on what, prom night. That's kind of what Ninganu is. He's just warm water. 
oh, I like what you did there. That's exactly what I'm. That's exactly what it is. You don't feel shit for him. Sure, he has a magical story. He's been through a lot. That man has a beautiful story. I've met him several times. He's the sweetest what? fucking person. But I don't care. What? You that man care. puts people I in the don't. hospital. What are you talking Sounds about? Good. That man. Sounds <laughs> that, good. That hey, no more Nganu talk. No more Nganu talk. He's about to go over here and kill some carpenters. He's about to kill some people. He's about to murder people. 20 minutes on Nganu. Like, I can't believe y'all really interested in seeing a man with a skill set and a power way up here fight, some, <laughs> fight Maurice Green. I mean, what that's crazy. Mean? That's Maurice Green is wild. Wow. Maurice some, Green is wild. Backyard fighting, it feels like. Y'all better stop hey, talking about my uncle. Hey, speaking of some fucking fire, let's get on to some fucking fire because there was some fire that was announced. They got your boy Dustin the Diamond Poirier taking on Justin Gaethje. Let's go for the BMF belt. How do y'all feel about that? Like so before, we, before we even get there, before we even get there, can we talk yeah. about how petty Uncle Dana is? Dana hey. is that he's the pettiest motherfucker on this planet. Nagano said, "I'm gonna do this." He said, "Nah, nah, nah, nah. uh, uh, uh. We gonna drop some heat for your ass right now. <laughs> Fuck and, your and signing, bro." Too. The way he said, "Masvidal, you out of here?" All right. Bro, that, that shit back. is called the vacant <laughs> BMF belt. belt. That shit is crazy. That Bruh, shit is the wild. The BMF belt? I can't believe <laughs> yeah. that's actually like about to be an oncurring thing now. That's wild. That's wild. But, Hold on. Okay. So are they Do are they taking that belt from Masvidal? Are they, they like it's, it's, <laughs> taking what gonna... from who? Like Kamar Usman said. <laughs> <laughs> they probably gonna um, make a new one for this fool. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm sure, but yeah, it is for the BMF. It it is for the BMF belt. So this. Um, how, do okay. you guys think that <laughs> that these two gentlemen should be fighting for the BMF belt in general? Ooh. Are they the baddest motherfuckers? Speak on it, Jay. Ah. Uh. See, here's the thing, right? I can't say <laughs> no because Dustin and Gaethje, every time they step in there, I can't remember Bangers. the last time either one of them had a boring fight. However, I feel like if there was someone who was the most deserving of the BMF, it's got to be Burns. Like, Burns is like the only guy <laughs> people talk about. I, <laughs> when people talk about, oh, I need someone who would actually show up anytime, anywhere. He actually did it. Regardless, regardless, win, lose, or draw. Burns always Burns always shows out. Like there's no di- I feel like one guy who doesn't get the hate he deserves, Cowboy. Cowboy gets called a bitch. <laughs> he just fights a lot, but he be losing. So, you know. <laughs> but what I will say though is I feel like they're fitting because you can't say no to Gaethje and Dustin. So I feel like it's it's the fight that makes the most sense though for the BMF. I don't think you could realistically put another two set of guys that I know of. That would make more sense, you know? So I don't think. I think this makes sense, though. CJ? <laughs> it's wild, though, because it's like, yeah, they're deserving of it because the way they fight. But it's like Dustin takes forever to fight people. He stays in the same zone, and he fights the same people over and over and over again. And I was like, I really don't fuck with the BMF belt. Personally, myself, it's like you can't win a real belt, so we're gonna just give you this fucking belt. <laughs> it's like you guys, it's like you guys are what Dustin's one right now, Gaethje's what like three. It's like, bro, go get the real strap. Like, they but I, I, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like, fuck. but the fight's gonna be amazing. I don't give a fuck about the BMF belt, like, I don't care, fuck it. But the fight's gonna be fire, though. It's gonna be fire. You, 
I, I kind of agree to that sense. Like, why why even make a BMF belt? But also, though, I got to give it to the UFC because this is marketing 101 right here. This is the type of fight you want to tune into because these are going to be most likely you ain't going to see an Islam fight for the BMF belt. You ain't going to see another wrestler fighting for the NFL. Nah, you're going to you're going to see a striker. It's going to be a striking match. Where somebody's going to leave going to the hospital, probably both people going Facts. to the hospital, getting some surgeries that night. Which gets people to tune in. Oh shit! Who's gonna Who's gonna win this belt? This is yeah. gonna be a strike in war, right? This is gonna be a war zone on the feet. But for these two gentlemen, I don't know if it's so fitting because I understand what the like it's for the views and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like you need people that are more polarizing, like you guys mentioned earlier, like like a Israel Adesanya or like a Conor McGregor. Now, if Conor McGregor was fighting another superstar, which like I can't Nate. even like, they should have ran that, it with like, Nate. Like that, Nate, yeah, that would, that would be crazy. that would that be a BMF type stupid. title for me. That because it doesn't make stupid. sense to make it for any other type of thing besides like a fight night main event. <laughs> but they're but you know they're gonna make it a pay per view main mm-hmm. event with no title on the line. So give them the BMF type fight, right? So I like the idea and I'm behind it. But for these two gentlemen, I'm not really feeling it. This could be just like a number one contender fight. That's what yeah. it is, in my opinion. Basically, yeah. sir, with your hand up, speak. I will only say this will hold weight if they actually defend it. Because my whole thing was Masvidal won the BMF belt, but then it's like it lost weight because we've seen him lose to Usman, and we also see him lose to Colby, and we also see him lose to Burns, but he still had the title of BMF. So it's like unless these guys are actually going to be defending it against people and it's actually on the line every time they fight – then I can get behind it. Something similar to like what the WWE does, like with the hardcore title. I was Something about like to that, say that. It's shit. not the main championship, but it's one of those ones where you, the people that you would want to tune into. So I know from a marketing perspective, they don't like to put on pay per views if there's no belt on the line. But if they're not going to defend this belt, then trash it, please, because I don't like yep. it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Also worth noting, you know, this was the belt that Dana said, oh, we're never going to do this. This is a one time thing. Womp, womp, womp. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are again. For real, though. Uh, Chase, what do you think? Do you think that this is uh, Uh, a. 100% not on board with the BMF uh, belt anymore. I I thought at first, when they first did it, it was pretty fucking corny to begin with. Um, (laughs) You know, these guys. And their prior fight and their resumes speak for themselves. You don't need it. You know what I mean? I'm kind of over it. And if we're talking about BMF, I mean, damn, like, how is my boy? And before y'all try to kill me, but fucking El Kakui. I mean, damn, like, that's literally almost in his fucking name, right? Um, But just in general, can I just talk real quick about, like, how I pumped i am for this fight card like let's go wait a second right like 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 they throw in two pay-per-views in a month right and this i think is better than international fight week like this is nothing but bangers bro this is bangers you know tony bobby green the fucking boogeyman alex Pereira, john behovich you know what i mean you got steven wonder boy you all know i fuck with this nigga thompson on the card you know what i mean like this fight card is crazy like you got your boy kevin holland and featured prelim motherfucker like this is gonna that's be not wild. Clear. that's clear. guy's home right <laughs> <laughs> soft ass kevin 
Kevin is sensitive and soft. Scrap Damn. pack, hubby. Scrap pack. <laughs> what I got to say about one Carter is the thing that sticks out to me the most, though, is Ekron. How, yeah. This dude's already fighting. He's already fighting Costa. So <coughs> I think I think I know what they're trying to do. I think they're trying to get if, if he runs through Costa. I think they're trying to do him and Hamzat. That's that's what I'm guessing. This reminds me of what they did with Pajeda and Izzy because it's mm-hmm. like the easy angle of oh he to was running back hardest fight before the UFC and they run it back because there's no way I don't think they push him this quickly unless that's the idea. See, uh, actually, though, I disagree. I think this is them wanting to destroy Costa. Shout out to fucking Tito Ortiz when they made him fight Leo Machida. You know what I mean? Like, no, you fucked us. We're here to fuck you. And that's the <laughs> angle that I think to UFC. Because you're giving Pola Costa, like, stylistically, like, the worst possible matchup yep. for the guy. You know, yep. and that's what the UFC has history has done if you try to fuck the company we are going to try to give you the worst just matchup possible you just resigned. yeah but i still think the ufc is heated at him and wants him kind of just to fucking take a shit on him yeah in my I opinion agree. i agree mm-hmm. i agree i think they're trying um, to get paula Costa out of there because I, how many times I doubt he even wait, shows up i doubt he real. even shows up he's the one that fucked over robert whitaker i'm still pissed at yep. paula wait, on, I'm on, a, pissed yeah. about that. on a real quick side note when is the last time that y'all can remember the number five ranked person is fighting someone unranked? <laughs> You're right. Just think about uh, that. Oh, boy, is Sean Strickland oh, yeah, fighting Sean Strickland. somebody who ain't ranked at all? John Bohovich, but that's a different story. Yeah, yeah but, but he's fighting a former champion. Oh, yeah, that, yeah right? that's a different story. Yeah, new to the division. But just in general, like top five people don't fight people outside of the top 15. You know what I mean? Wild. They're trying to feed this man to the wolves. Hey, this card is stupid, though. It, it's ridiculous. Dumb. It's just Dumb. Stryker's delight. And it's in Salt Lake City. They're going to make me make the drive. Like, oh, <laughs> I want to go there. I want to go what... there, honestly. like, Can, I... can, can this be Tony's oh, last fight? Goodness. Please. I think Tony is actually going to beat Bobby Green. Like, Facts. I actually feel bad for Bobby Facts. Green. Facts. I actually feel bad for Facts. Bobby Green. Facts. 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 Yeah. Tony going to style on. on this nigga. <laughs> Bobby Green been losing. What? Damien. (laughs) Damien. Damien. Preach. Preach. Hey, but this is Tony Ferguson. Like, Tony will, in Minari roll, this nigga will front front flip, (laughs) heel kick. This one's going to do something wild. On a quick side note, do we think Tony's going to be at the fight with his I was I was just about to say that. Don't forget Tony slipped over three cars. Yeah. Bro's about to be going to court. Probably like, be having to do yard. alcohol tests. And I'm like, he might be he having to go fun. through a lot of shit before that fight happens. So he, that's why he's taking this fight. <laughs> gotta pay for them legal <laughs> yeah, bills. You gotta pay for them bills. He about to style on Bobby Green. He about to style on him. I'm still stuck at the fact that you guys think that Tony Ferguson El Kakui is going to smash Bobby Green. Come on. I that's like Bobby Green. Wild. I Did like y'all see Tony's game. last five fights? And y'all know I love Tony. Did y'all I've, see his fight? I've seen it. I've seen I it. I called Jace in the middle of the Nick Diaz fight, third round, and said, I never want to see Tony Ferguson fight again. He looks sloppy as Retire. fuck in there with Nate Diaz. Come on, y'all. Like, come back. Come back. Diego we we can love Tony. Point two. <laughs> we can, we can 2. want 0. Tony to win, but y'all, y'all, Bobby Green has been consistently in there fighting. Come on now. 
the stout. Yeah, top top tier people too. I'm not. You right about that, but I feel like Tony got one more in him, and if it's gonna do it, it's gonna be one this more man. for the mix. Hey, give him one more for the Gipper. <laughs> one more for the Gipper. One more in him. You feel me? He got one more, and this is the guy to do it to. I don't know why. Ah and man, I, like I love you some Bobby Green. Green. Yeah, I love Bobby Green. Like the OG. Damn, this is. This is a step up in competition. Like, yeah, he's been fighting the up-and-comer young guys who've been knocking people out and have incredible records. But there's something about fighting a veteran, like a real true veteran. And Bobby Green's actually a veteran, too. That fool's been fighting for a while, too. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know, man. tony been in there with the best of the best in the West and the East all over the country. And I feel like for some reason... He's going to fucking get a random win, and it's going to be like, oh, shit. And Facts. then he retires on the win. <laughs> no, I was going to I was going to I was going to ask. So if you think he catches a win, do you think he keeps fighting? Please don't. He will. <laughs> Jace, Jace, yeah, right, Jay? I think I'll, so, too. I don't, I don't think want so. that, bro. Yeah, I, I think he's going to keep so. going. Tony's the type of nigga be like, nah, I still got it. I still <laughs> I got it. Is too, but I, Even I if he like lose, he's going to be like, nah, right I still got it. I, I got like the juice. Right yeah, now. I got like the right, juice. Like right now, after all the losses, after all the bullshit he didn't been through, the knockouts and shit, this he's gonna win this one some magical Bro, way. Hey, and this then nigga Damien thinks hey, it's a Disney it. movie. He thinks it's a Disney movie. This ain't Disney, my nigga. This ain't the Mighty Ducks, bro. I love those. If Tony looks like how he did in the first round against Chandler, it's possible. If he does, it's a pretty big if, but if he does, it's definitely possible. That's what now, I'm saying. He's been fighting top tier. Top tier. Bobby Green ain't fought top tier. He's fought good opponents, not top up tier. Comers. Is Lonnie not good enough for you? How let long ago was that? The champion, last minute. Yeah, I mean, you you can't put caveats on the shit you said. I mean, that's a right. good fighter, right? You was just high. You is. was just high on Drew Dober the other day, and then slurping them up. Hey, slurping. whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a second, you were going crazy for Drew. Hey, listen, I like Drew Dober. I don't slurp up anybody, but I mean, whatever y'all do, you know, outside of the podcast, yo, more power to you. Y'all don't remember Bobby Green versus Fazeev? Y'all don't remember that fight? Go back and watch that fight. And Bobby, put some, somebody over here was picking Fazeev versus Gaethje. One of y'all motherfucking was. Here's what, I, here's what I'm saying. I and he won the fight. <laughs> no, he did it. No, he did it. <laughs> I want nothing more than for Tony to get a win. But man, I, I would love it if he did win. I think Bobby's going to be too fast for him. I think he's going to be too slick. And I'm t if Tony looks like he looked against Nate Diaz, I'm turning off the TV. I'm not watching him get beat up. It hurt me too much. Like y'all don't understand. Like it hurts. I can't see that. Mm -mm, no. I I feel like Bobby don't. But Bobby Green don't have the one punch knockout power to beat Fair. Tony Ferguson. That's like what that. I was gonna say. Also, accumulation. Okay. It, uh, Justin Gaethje didn't have to one punch knock his ass out either. We're just smacking him. But Justin Gaethje does, though. That's the thing. Like, that's but, why I'm like, oh, shit, bro. Justin Gaethje beating the fuck out of you. What is Tony's <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. We're not what talking about that fight no more, success? ever. What is Tony's path to success? You think he's going to be... Submission. Jiu -jitsu. Submission. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu -jitsu. 
submission. Blaze uh, shades, baby. No, 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 no. Just Tony being Tony. Just crazy Tony, Tony, Tony being crazy Tony. Random shit. Catching Jay. Off. <laughs> Catch Jay. off rhythm. What, what were you about to say, Jay? I would say this. If Tony started to wrestle, I think this fight is way closer than people would think. If he actually offensively wrestles, that's a pretty big if, though. Because that Bobby Green has solid if. wrestling, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but if these two are on the ground together, I know one thing I will say is jiu-jitsu doesn't age as much like striking. Jiu-jitsu is the one thing that tends, that tends to stick with you as you get older and you get more washed. But will Tony do that? Probably not. So <laughs> we're not going to talk too much about it. But I don't know. I feel like in some weird way, and I know this is really me just being wishful. This is wishful thinking. I feel like Tony's going to knock him out weird. Like, it's going to be like a weird, like, spinning elbow. Spinning elbow. He's going to be doing all of this, and he's going to catch him. And then Tony's – I don't know. That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how I see it happening. That's the uh, I don't know why I feel that way, too. And, look, you don't need wrestling for jujitsu. Like, the Minari roll, that ain't no wrestling move, but it was going to take <laughs> your ass down. The backpack – we all know Al Jermaine Sterling is about to backpack the shit out of Sugar Sean O'Malley. And he could do the same shit with Bobby Green. And that's not wrestling, but guess what? All of a sudden, you're on the ground because your feet is tired. Your legs is tired and shit. Like, you know, this is a fight. At the end of the day, it's a fight. And it could go any which way. And I, I never throw anybody, like, to the left, to the right. But I just have a – it's like a – it's like a – I don't know. I'm feeling the energy that <laughs> that Tony Ferguson just somehow, some way is going to channel he the can't, energy. He can't lose Share your energy with me. Share your yeah. energy with me so I can retire oh, on, the, on a positive note. It's going to be one of those. It's, it's just going to be fucking out of the, out of <laughs> it's gonna be out of left field. <laughs> hey, how y'all, how y'all feel about Alex versus Jan? Like, what y'all think this is going to look like? Alex going to kill that nigga. What? Wow. Come on, John. Y'all about Alex, to wrestle? Fuck them. Alex will kill that nigga. Y'all about to be a wrestler? Oh, you're a wrestler now. Yeah, he about to be a wrestler. <laughs> He's not standing what? up with this nigga. Are you kidding me? There's no way. Ain't no. I don't think he has the ego to say I'm about to knock him out. <laughs> nah, I don't think that's. A, I don't think that's the route. I think he's about to just clench him up. Try to get him to the ground and then just <laughs> lay on him like a Francis and God. Like he did be with Frank. Like blanket. he did with uh, Izzy. Like he did with Izzy. Yeah, he's just gonna be a, a heavy blanket. What y'all think? I, that's what I think. What you I think, Jay? Say this, though, he would have to be more offensive with how he grappled because he couldn't just lay on him. Because one thing to consider was Izzy was super underweight compared to Jan, so Jan didn't really have to do too much when he was on top. Mm-hmm. I will say this: Jan is hard to hit clean. Like defensively, he's one of the best strikers defensively, and I think he's super underrated in the defensive aspect. Now that don't mean go stand with Pajeda. Don't right. don't go do that. But I think he shouldn't immediately in the first round just start going, let me just start shooting. Because Pajeda, I would assume, and this is me giving him <coughs> credit that I haven't seen yet. I'm gonna assume with him working with Glover that he's gonna get at least a little bit better. So it's not just gonna be a thing where you can just just get on his hips and he's just going to be just clueless. He's still going to be clueless on his back. Despite him being a brown belt, he's still going to be clueless regardless. But I will say, though, I the only way Pajeda, I think, wins this fight is he would have to almost do like a Derrick Lewis type of thing where he has to be so fixated on when the takedown is coming, kind of like what he did. Was I don't know if it was his debut fight, but 
who's that guy the greek the greek guy when he fought the greek guy oh, he kind of like, michelettes or some shit like that time this at some point it's very yeah. risky though because if he gets too hyper fixated it's not like yan can't strike but it's probably not ideal so in a way he might almost open himself up too much because he kind of acknowledges yeah like even though him and Izzy are not the same fighter, stylistically, he's a way worse grappler than Izzy. So that's kind of how I see it. We'll see. Yeah. Well, that's 291. Uh, what were you saying, Jace? Oh, uh, yeah, keep going. Uh, yeah, so that's 291. We still got some time for that to develop, people to fall out, people to get hurt, a whole exactly. bunch of silly shit. Wait, wait, too. wait. Real quick before we move on, who wins this fight? Who do you think? I can't go against... Uh, I can't Who? go against Alex. No, no, no. I'm talking about Poirier Gaethje. Oh, I'm going to go with Dustin. Dustin got it done the first time. I think his boxing's a little bit more crisp. He's a smarter fighter. Uh, he's not going to get dragged into a lot of the, the bullshit and the antics. But, yeah, I, I would go with Dustin. Damn. I kind of I kind of want to go with Gaethje. Ah, but Dustin, it, it seems like he's a slow starter, and once he starts getting beat up a little bit, that's when he starts zoning in. It's like, all right, like fuck that, and he starts moving his head a little more. He starts faking a little more. He starts throwing the harder shots. But Gaethje's still a dog too, and ever since I started watching him fight af- after that loss, like this man is hard to bet against now. So I'm split, like even right down the middle, and I think Vegas is gonna have the same odds. <laughs> Honestly, right. like I think it's a, I think it's a minus one fifty one fifty both ways or something like that. However, they have it. What about you, CJ? I'm gonna go uh, Dustin. Very, 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 very close fight. Just like what Sky said, his boxing is just a little bit more cleaner. He mm. throws a lot more straights down in the pocket. But uh, Gaethje is right there with his power. So, you know, it's going to be a close fight. It's, the first fight was a fucking banger until mm. um, Justin. No, Dustin. These motherfucking Dustin. names always fuck me Dustin, up. Justin. Like I said, I'll be saying in my life, somebody's Dustin's got to <laughs> go, bro. <laughs> They're going to be Dustin just at the end of this shit. Um, yeah, but I think uh, Diamond's probably going to pull it out. In the close Ooh, fight, what, this is a fucking banger, though, bro. What uh, happens with the leg kicks, though? What if you start yeah. beating up his legs? I, I think for me, I like it's Justin. But hot take, Justin. not thinking about a knee jerk, knee jerk reaction. I think Justin knocks him out. Ooh, that'd be could, fun. Could happen. Could happen. <laughs> what about you, they Jake? both they both get hit a lot. Ooh, I want to hear what I'm Jake got to say. Based on, and I, I don't know how to word this. Based on how he did against Vaziv, I have a lot of hope for Justin going into this fight the second time around because what I will say is I think this fight will still be exciting, but I don't think it will be anything like the first because Justin's mentality has changed a whole lot since they fought the first time. And I think back to when Dan fought Dustin, and there were certain opportunities he was able to capitalize on. Like someone just said, with Dustin being kind of a slow starter at times, Justin could capitalize on that if he takes a more patient approach because I think Justin hits harder, but I can't bet against Dustin only because fundamentally, I think Justin Gaethje's boxing defense is just a little bit too still behind to where I think as the fight goes on later, he's just going to lag behind more. He's going to probably fall behind a bit, so I still pick Dustin, but Gaethje is a lot more dangerous than the first time around. Though. Definitely. He was, he was still young when he fought Dustin at that time. He was still kind of green in the UFC. What do y'all think about Trevor Whitman? 
I think he's like top tier like coach because he's got he's got good people behind him like you know top tier fighters and stuff. But I feel like they've been kind of like losing in the high stress situations lately. Yeah, Kamaru and yeah. uh, and Rose both uh, lost. I, I, I think that he's still top tier. Yeah. Uh, you know when you are fight when you have one v two or one v champ like. It's literally you're talking about strings, you know, is the difference between the fights. Now, Kamaru's just obviously we know older, hurt, you know, Rose didn't have the greatest game plan, but his fighters are still all of them all around the board, top of the fucking food chain. And I'm not going to hate on somebody because you go out there and lose to someone as Mm. equal good. Yeah. yeah, we're going to remember that, CJ. We got to remember that he said that. Because, you know, he be flip-flopping on his tape. <laughs> <laughs> he be flip-flopping. But real quick, this weekend, before we get out of here this weekend, we got Mackenzie Dern taking on Angela Hill. Um, Edmund mm. Shabazian taking on Anthony Fluffy Hernandez. I'm going to tell y'all right now, like I tell y'all, every single time she's on the card, Natalie Silva, do not miss this fight. Like, every single time I've seen her fight, I told y'all to check her out. Her first debut, she was out there floating, skating on ice, piecing this girl, piecing up yeah, Jasmine Jazz Davidicus. In her last fight, uh, she had the spinning back kick straight to the dome. I was there in the apex. It was absolutely beautiful. So make sure that you check it out. Hopefully our boy Thimba has some lotion on and he don't yep. come out like that other guy that was just <laughs> ashy as hell. Y'all remember that? Like, yep. like a couple months back? I texted everybody. I was like, ain't no way you just decided to come out here ashy as hell like that. Like, come on, you gotta do better. Chase Hooper is coming oh, in yeah, at lightweight yeah. this weekend. I don't know Ooh, how much better he's gonna do at lightweight. Like, Damn! Uh-oh. Yeah, you know, he's getting older. He's he's getting older. But well, he's got a, but he's got a little he got a damn little frame though. Like yeah. um, Carolina oh, no. taking on Va- taking on Vanessa Demopolis. Uh, she be dropping it low. That's the girl that be dropping it low. That's the former, <laughs> you know. Yep. This one over mm-hmm. Latifi in there. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a, it's a solid card. Solid um, card. Is. That's just the prelims. I like the yeah, prelims more than the Joaquin main. Buckley shit. taking on Andre oh, okay, Fialo. Okay. That's uh, gonna be a banger. That's gonna be the hey, shout right out there. to my brother Jay. He talked to him the other day. Shout out to mm-hmm. Jay. He, he went did? live with him. Yep, Jay was yeah. on live with him. Hey, Michael Johnson. Then I should have did Michael hey, Johnson Jay. versus Bobby Green. Me, that's Whoa, what I've been Michael saying. Michael Johnson. Yes, yeah, yeah, what I've been saying yeah. so long. I finally met my people. I've been saying, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bag fumble. Oh Michael man, that have been Green. so <laughs> fire. That have been please so fire. I am tired of seeing him uh, black on black crime. I'm good. I don't want to see it. I don't Stop it. Yeah. If, if I want to see that, I just moved to Chicago. I'm good. That's racist. <laughs> I'm weak. Uh, Jay, uh, go ahead. Let the, let the people know where they can find you. I know you got a podcast as well. All right, so Instagram name, TikTok name are all the same. Zombie Man J, so Zombie Man J A Y. Podcast available on Spotify and pretty much any other platform. Blackout Combat, but with a K, not a C. Um, shoot, I, I I use Twitter, <laughs> but it's private. I got to clean it up, so I'm not Uh-oh. using Twitter yet. <laughs> you ain't trying to have nobody go back and pull up some old tweets. Huh? Huh. Hey, <laughs> moose. What is this? Explain everywhere. yourself. 
Moose Knuckle. Yeah, we go. We're gonna work on the Twitter. We'll get the Twitter handled eventually. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, really. Hey Jay, I just want to thank you for getting on the podcast, bro. Because like you actually are pretty wise and like you really know your shit and you've been doing your studying and stuff. So I just want to give a shout out to you because like you got me thinking about shit. Like damn, that's a good point. I said that at least three or four times in my head while you were speaking. Like damn, that's a nah, good man, point. Thank, thank y'all. No, honestly, thank y'all. Yeah, yeah. For reals, man. Yeah, I was for gonna reals, say that too. Funny. I I I talked to. You know, a lot of people on TikTok, and I don't like to deal with a lot of motherfuckers, but, you know, every time I talk to Jay, it's always a good, <laughs> he got a good head on his shoulder. A lot of these motherfuckers, I'd be like, man, who raised you, man? <laughs> nah, who, <laughs> who raised, raised y'all? <laughs> Facts. Uh, yes, definitely. Anytime you want to come back, just let us know. We'll be more than happy to have you. A um, couple things before we head out. Scrap and roll. MMA.com. Get your shirts. Uh, go to CJ's TikTok. CJ got some shirts dropping as well. So make sure that you check him out. Um, but we will be back next week. We have went over our time. We will be back on Wednesdays per usual um, with a little bit more BS. If y'all have any hot takes, anything y'all want us to go over, anything that you want to say to Jace, make sure that you leave it in the comments. <laughs> and we'll be